Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to an Everything Iconic Pop Dive with me, Danny Pellegrino, where my guests and I deep dive into iconic pop culture touchstones. Today, we're diving into Queen Mary-Kate and Queen Ashley Olsen. Born June 13, 1986, they are former child actors that starred in classic TV like Full House, Two of a Kind, and So Little Time, plus made-for-video classics like Billboard Dad and Passport to Paris, and the iconic big-screen adventures It Takes Two and New York Minute. As business moguls, they started Dual Star Entertainment and currently run The Row, which is just part of their fashion empire. I invited friend and host of Sexy Unique Podcast and Babe, Laura Marie Shaneholes, to discuss the Olsen twins' impact on the entertainment industry, fashion, and so much more. This is an Everything Iconic pop dive into Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> Hi, Laura Marie. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here. We haven't podcasted together in a while. I know. It's been a really long time. And here's the thing. So I do these pop dives on the show, and they're usually about one specific topic. And I've had, I get requests. People say, like, I want you to cover this or that. And one of the things that came up time and time again was Mary-Kate and Ashley, mm-hmm. of course, queens of our, our time. Yeah. And I heard for a little bird, he told me that Laura Marie is a huge Mary-Kate Nashley fan. Huge MK&A fan. Now, so of course, I was like, okay, get over here. Like, immediately I texted you. And I was like, when can you get over here? And I want to know what, why, why are you such a Mary-Kate Nashley fan? Um, okay, so I feel like there's a lot of reasons. Like, one, I kind of grew up with them. Like, we're in the same age range, so... Like they were kids when I was a kid and got to see them as children and then mature into like college students for one year. Right. And <laughs> wait, they never finished. They never finished. Never finished. I think Just... they were there for like maybe one or maybe two semesters. Sure. But the transition of like child star to just like fashion icons was, I remember like where I was when I saw Mary Kate wearing like all those layers of like boho with like cowboy boots and like a striped like scarf. Where were you? I was in Chicago. I was in my apartment just like looking at things online, like looking, we probably reading like Perez Hilton or something and, or like delisted back Mm -hmm. in the day. And I was, no, it was pre, it was in Oklahoma because I remember I bought like a bunch of those types of clothes to wear in Chicago when I moved there. (laughs) 
like, I'm going to look just like them. It was her and like Sienna Miller kind of had their like boho renaissance fashion moment at the same time. Right. So I just like went to Chicago looking like Bojangles with like all these like bangles and like all sorts of shit and like huge sunglasses, like really living it up. What a time. Yeah. What a time. Now, did you watch them? At, you watched Full House as a child, or I watched Full House. I, wasn't I just assume like a huge anyone Full House had like okay. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of TV. So was that too risque for you? Um, that wasn't. That would have been on the okay list, but we were just like not really. We were like allowed thirty minutes a day, so like Nickelodeon was my like where I went with that. What What was your thirty minute Nickelodeon? <laughs> my binge? Nickelodeon shows were like Are You Afraid of the Dark wow. or like um, Rocco's Modern Life. Hey, dude. Mm, hey, salute dude. your shorts. But they that was uh, that got on the chopping block because they said fart. <laughs> during it and that was like a cuss word according to my mom oh my god i didn't know you had strict parents i had such strict parents that's probably why i like am obsessed with tv now sure and like need to watch it all the time yeah i loved full house uh from the jump i was a full house head and i've still i've watched fuller house i've seen every single episode really yeah i do these things where when i'm in the mood i'll just grab a bottle of wine and i will binge fuller house like and i will by the end of my binge i will be wasted like (laughs) and i don't i'm not a huge i don't drink a whole ton but i feel like every few months i'll hop on netflix when i don't have anything or like i'm just kind of in the mood and i grab that bottle of wine and i just I allow myself to dive in yeah. unapologetically and I will just go episode to episode to episode. And I'm so fascinated by it. And mm-hmm. it's the worst show of all time. Yeah. I, I've heard that it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's terrible, but I love <laughs> so it. I love your night for two for one. Yeah. And your bottle of wine. No, I lock my boyfriend out of the room and I was like, <laughs> I'm watching, I'm getting full on fuller house. And then I usually end up like drunk tweeting it. I mean, there was one time where I like, I drunk tweeted the entire cast, like while I'm watching it. <laughs> i'm sad that mary well i think it's a power move that they're not on fuller house like that's really chic of them yeah we're gonna talk about that okay so we're gonna kind of run through their career and just chat chat through it and um i mean we have a lot to get to this we're just scratching the surface on these two because they've been through so much they've been through so much like they've been on the radar since they were what six months old yeah, nine months old nine months old and they were both hired on fuller full house in 87 because child labor laws wouldn't let them both or wouldn't let one child film that much yeah so they both shared the role of michelle may i have that cupcake please no you may not but i was polite and i said please (laughs) i was polite too i said no you may not guess what (laughs) politeness week is over what a like what a performance. What a, a tour performance, de force. A tour de force. And also smart parents. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm looking for a cash cow that like I'm not trying to exploit anyone, but I'm like, if you're cute and talented. No, I'm looking to exploit. I I'll mean, take they, you to the set. The amount of money that these kids and I'm endlessly fascinated. We're gonna go through their career, but I'm so fascinated by their shift into this. This business, I mean, into business women. And and I wonder how much, I'm very curious about the parents. I'd love to do a deep dive into them and see, like, what is their, they're obviously very intelligent business people, the parents. Yeah, clearly. And it seems like, I mean, I haven't heard any sort of, like, bad, like, rumors about their parents. Because I feel like it's like, you either have, like, a Lindsay Lohan or Bella Thorne type of relationship with your mom or dad. And then, or you, like, go the MKA route. Sure. We're just like amazing. Sure. 
So in 1987, that's when Full House pre- premiered, and then uh, again, <laughs> premiered tour de force performance. And then it's interesting in 1992, that's when they shifted to these made for TV or made for video projects. So 92 was to Grandmother's House We Go. Okay, that was the first of them. Twin behinds back into your twin bed. It's Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Hello. What are you rugrats doing in here? We're trying to get to Grandma's. Rhea Perlman and Jerry Van Dyke join the Olsen twins in a Christmas adventure. Stop those girls! For the entire family. Do you know Santa Claus? We were in the army together. Are you making this up? To Grandmother's house we go. Merry Christmas. And then they created Dual Star in 1993, and that was when they really leaned in. So that was the Double Double Toil and Trouble, mm-hmm. How the West Was Fun. Okay, their I mis- remember that one. Their mystery series, The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley. That was like their early, you know, foray into making a lot of this, a yeah. lot of money. And, and also the first of its kind, because at that time, I feel like, that was when VHS really started to take off mm-hmm. because you think back into the early 90s and they found a niche that didn't exist before of these home video projects. Do you re- what what did you say you remembered about? I remembered how the west was fun and then I think like I watched a couple. I wasn't so into like the VHS ones cuz I feel like I was like a little well a I wasn't even allowed to watch that much too TV. Risque, so it was like you. too much. But, like, when they did It Takes Two, which I'm sure you're getting to eventually, mm-hmm. that was my jam. That was your was jam. The ultimate yeah. comedy. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. I remember watching To Grandmother's House We Go because it was, like, a holiday thing. And then even their their classic Halloween film, Double Double Toil and Trouble, I will stop and watch, like, at any given moment. Whether it's on my TV or the DMV, like, I'm watching it. But the It Takes Two was when I really took notice. Yeah. I mean, that that was their first theatrical feature. Yeah, I wanted, like, big budget. Like, I was much more, if it was going to be, like, a niche, like, holiday-themed thing, I was always, like, an Ernest girl. Like, Ernest goes here, there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I thought you meant, like, I like Ernest performances, you know, like... Yeah, I look for really Ernest performances in child actors, so I really had to leave those Olsen twin VHSs behind. No, I was like talking Ernest about... Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest saves Christmas, <laughs> Ernest scared stupid, <laughs> Ernest goes to camp, and Ernest goes to jail. Let's take a little detour. Now, what... <laughs> Jim Varney. What drew you to Jim Varney at I such a young age? I love it. He's so funny. He's, like, so <laughs> funny to me. I'm thinking of him now and lolling. He truly is maybe one of my favorite actors that I'm just <laughs> realizing at this very moment. Ernest Scared Stupid scared me stupid. Yeah, yeah, and made you laugh. And I mean, he did laugh. it all, it did really. both. It, both two of my favorite things. You know, come to think of it, people say that <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is the perfect Halloween slash Christmas film, but maybe it's Ernest, the Ernest series. It's Ernest, for sure. I- <laughs> 100%. Okay, so this has turned into an Ernest pop dive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But okay, so but let's talk about it takes two because I really did love this, and I remember my friend, my best friend at the time, Michael Manorino, he invited this girl that I had a crush on to go see it takes two. Oh my god, how and, old were you? I mean, this was ninety five, so I was ten. Okay, but he, I remember he got his parents to like either drop them off at the movies or like sit far away from them at the movies, and I remember being like so jealous at ten years old. Yeah, like I that's pretty risque, right? I mean, they but- were on a date. We were on a date. <laughs> and I, re- I just remember, I remember having a conversation afterwards being like, oh my God, it was your first date. That's like, what, third grade? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's wild. Now that I'm saying it, now it really <laughs> You were you and your friends were dating. We were I was dating at ten. <laughs> That's a claim to fame if oh. I've ever heard one. But actually I would I, I should change that because I wasn't dating. This is why no, I was you mad. Were just like, yeah. I wasn't allowed to date, but mm-hmm. he was able to get his parents to like I his parents literally were like, Yes, go on a date, my ten year old son. That's at shocking. least they sat in the theater. I mean, what can two ten-year-olds really do during It Takes Two? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't invited. Michael Manorino and get him to weigh in. (laughs) (laughs) But that movie—I mean, speaking of romance, that I truly believe that that was one of the greatest romances of our time. Steve Gutenberg and Kirstie Alley. Yeah, they were a power couple. It was. It had a lot of like, will they or won't they? The twins brought the lols. It was a great. I saw it in theaters as well. Do you think it's better than The Parent Trap, equal to, or worse? The I remake, preferred it to The Parent Trap. Me too. I thought The Parent Trap was like kind of like I, at the time, I thought it was like, I was like a silly kind of. Yeah. But then I rewatch it and I'm like, wow, Lindsay Lohan was so talented, like sure. RIP. But like, this was the ultimate Parent Trap movie for me. Yeah. I mean, no shade at all to Parent Trap. I love The Parent Trap. I yeah. truly do. But I something about It Takes Two is a little edgier and I, think the romance the the bigger romance between the adults is better and it takes to the steve gutenberg kirstie alley i mean they have that scene in the the cafeteria with mm-hmm. the food fight that i think is up there with our greatest cinematic scenes and then <laughs> the follow-up of when they're in the lake like washing off the food do you remember oh, that oh yeah wow it's been a while i need to rewatch this movie i mean it's romance like it's I, pure romance and kirstie alley is one of the greatest comedians sure right up there with ernest born yeah right <laughs> ernest kirstie alley <laughs> did you ever see kirstie's showtime show um Fat actress, fat actress. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it ages really well too. I, I borrowed it. like the DVD set from a friend a couple years ago and binged it. You might need to have a I bottle of wine and a binge sesh. <laughs> fat, actress. fat actress. I also loved Veronica's Veronica's, Veronica's closet, closet, which was oh like the God. most middle of the road NBC comedy they've ever done, and I watched every episode. Yeah, same. I, that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, but so it takes two. It was fantastic, and it's it sort of. It led us to believe that there would be more big screen outings between the Olsen twins, but ultimately, I think at such a young age, being twins, it was hard to find a vehicle that wasn't that. Yeah. That was like what they were kind of sold as, Yeah, which I would get tired of if I were them as well. Yeah. There was also that great speech, um, the what love is in It Takes Two. It's like the reach for the stars or whatever. Do you remember? Well, I'll put it in here. Yeah, put it in here. Besides, you don't want to be an orphan forever. They won't let me adopt you on my salary. Besides that, you know what? You deserve a mother and a father. So get a husband. It's not like buying a car, you know. I know it's got to be that can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars, over the fence, World Series kind of stuff, right? Well, a girl's got to have her standard. Yeah, it was an inspiring moment. I I feel like I definitely had it as an away message at some point. My (laughs) aim. Like filling out the AM, AM profiles and mean like favorite quote, reach for the stars. It but I just, two. I didn't want anyone to know I was gay, so I just like left off that it was from It Takes Two. You know? I love that. All the girls knew. Yeah. <laughs> what was your aim? Did you have an aim uh, screen name? I had an aim. I think it was like flow or like flower. Flo? Yeah. Cause like my nickname from my friends like in middle school was flow. Like we all was like a group of us girls and we all gave each other like silly nicknames. And mine was Flo. Oh my god, can I call you Flo? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Do it. Let's okay. start that. Okay, I want to. We can okay. start it right here on this podcast. Okay, so this Ernest Pop Dive is going great with flow. <laughs> Jim Varney fan club meetup. Let's get the community together. I really feel like I need to rewatch an Ernest movie now because I love them too. Ernest Scared Stupid is legit like a horror movie. I'm. <laughs> I there's a scene in it that I think of almost every gonna... other day. I would say where like one of the main character girls like because he I think he releases like some evil trolls on the community. I'm pretty sure he like evil trolls get released sure. and then. One of the main girls is like laying in bed and she hears like a weird noise. So she rolled over and looks under her bed and it's like, what's going to be there? And then nothing's there. So then she rolls back over and there's a troll laying in bed with her that like steals her and takes her soul. It was so terrifying. I need to rewatch this before Halloween. I mean, I like need this to watch it. This is like a key this, Halloween movie. I don't know why people don't talk about it in the same breath as the Halloween films. Me neither. Um, also, where's the Rob Zombie remake? Ugh, that would be him. major. Uh, Jim Barney has passed He's away. Passed, isn't who he? do you think could replace him? <laughs> <laughs> I Should was going to say, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the Toy Story movies, they replaced him with that one actor who's been in, like, Home Improvement and, like, a bunch of random, like, they sitcom replaced, comedy. Because uh, Jim Barney was the voice of Slinky the dog in the Toy Story movies. Oh, and there's a guy that sounds literally exactly like him, but he's like a sitcom actor, like a, you know. Was I, he like in Home Improvement, like the like the neighbor we never saw? No, he wasn't Wilson. He didn't okay. have that great of a role. <laughs> His role wasn't as iconic as Wilson in Home Improvement. <laughs> that bucket hat, though. I know. Truly, I mean, it, I just was reading that they were going to reboot Home Improvement. Did you hear that? But no, then, but that I feel like I just psychically knew that. Like, that's... I. <laughs> intuited it once you said home improvement i was like when is that coming yeah and i think wilson's dead so they would have had to find someone else um to do good thing we never really saw his face (laughs) (laughs) but so the guy was i I feel like he was just a guest actor in home improvement or something he played like a friend i don't know why that's all i can remember tim allen's that tim was like get this guy in here yeah and he's been in other stuff like if you saw him you'd be like oh i've seen that guy before you would not know his name you would not know what he's been in but you'd be like i think maybe he was in home improvement anyway he replaced jim varney in the toy story films i stand with jim (laughs) but so then i was thinking what if what if that guy was the new Ernest? yeah but I mean, not you know, a fan. Not a fan. Mm-mm. It should be. It should be a woman. They're doing or a lot Kirstie of Kirstie Alley right. as Ernest. <laughs> like she needs to come back because she actually is like so good. She's really talented. She's and raw they're, talent. They're doing a lot of these like gender swap remakes. So it'd be yeah. like Ernesta goes to jail or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ernestine. <laughs> okay, so back to Mary Kate Ashley. So their home video success continued. They did movies like Billboard, Dad, Passport to Paris, Switching Goals. Holiday in the Sun, which was basically like an infomercial for Atlantis. Yeah, the <laughs> Holiday you, in the Sun is a classic. Did you see that one? Yeah, I've rewatched it like pretty recently, I would say, in the past like five years. And Megan Fox is in it. I know. Like, that's shocking. That was shocking. Excuse me. Oh, were you in line? Brianna Wallace, messages please. Certainly, Miss Wallace. And how is your father today? In the casino. Wondering why this is taking so long? I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Next time, take a number. You know, back when that came out, this is like a an aside, but my one of my best friends, Mike, he like dated Megan Fox like around that time. Wow. Like, and of course they were young, but it was like How old? I mean, 10, 11? No, it was like 
older than when I saw It Takes Two on a Date, but okay. it was like, it was 13, 14. Like, he lived out in LA. I think they were like You're 15, hanging 16. hanging with some players growing um, up. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I remember them them dating, though, and it was around that time, and I remember him saying, it was after she'd done Holiday in the Sun. I remember him saying, like, oh, this girl, you know, she did Holiday in the Sun. Anyway, they kind of were friends and dated a little on and off, and then recently he was telling me he's got to get back in touch with her. <laughs> Don't we all? And then I it, like I like put all the pieces together. I was like, holy shit, that was Megan Fox. Like I didn't realize until recently, like the person he had been he had told me about years ago, and they dated on and off was, was Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. And he was just now being like, yeah, I gotta hit her up again, right? He was like, <laughs> no, I had okay, so I had this is a long story, but I had saw her at a, a at Fresh Corn mm-hmm. and with a friend, and okay. then the friend was like, oh, that's who Mike dated, and then so I texted mike and he's like get her number i haven't talked to her in years and so it was like all the whole thing i was like what's and then also like yeah i'm gonna go up to megan fox at fresh corn she was with brian austin green and i'm gonna be like hey Hey, remember my friend dated you when you were all 15 she's (laughs) been really wanting to get in touch with you can you give me your phone number to give to him (laughs) so bizarre so i did it (laughs) and they're in touch now yeah love that (laughs) but that's a major fresh corn grill sighting yeah yeah it was a good one what's your bet what's been your best do you have a good uh, hollywood run-in story a good Hollywood run-in story. Really, the only like people I've run into in Hollywood as of recently are like Vanderpump Rules people. Yeah, I feel like celebs are like off my radar. Yeah. So these other movies, uh, Getting There, When in Rome, The Challenge was like the last made for TV one. I remember them all having like weird themes. Like it was like a soccer one, and then a Paris one, and then the Bahamas one. Yeah, they were always like themed. They were going on some sort of like themed adventure. Yeah. Yeah, And they were huge hits. I mean, I remember reading, I, I read a little bit doing research for this. They made them so much money, like the amount of kids that would buy these made-for-TV movies, and they were so cheap to make. Mm-hmm. And very clearly, if you watch them, they're like, not good. Some of that, you know, the acting's not great, the production value's not great, but they made so much money. There's one scene in, um, what's the Atlantis one? Uh, Holiday in the Sun. Holiday in the Sun, where they have some sort of like major physical challenge but it's like very easy it's like they have to like climb a rope ladder from like point a to b but it's like made to seem like it's like really high stakes Uh, i liked i i saw it when it came out and i remember wanting to go to atlanta so so bad Mm -hmm. right but my family we didn't have any money and i remember we finally like family friends were like we're gonna go to bahamas like we're gonna go to the bahamas and i thought oh my god i'm gonna go to atlanta it was like i was gonna be like in holiday in the sun you know and then we book like one of the off island hotels, so it's like not like you have to take a boat to get to Atlanta. You like see Atlantis in the distance, yeah. And I, binoculars. We went one day to Atlantis, like, but you know we took the boat there. But yeah. I remember just being like, oh my god, I wish. I hope one day I can go to Atlantis and stay there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically just like a uh, Vegas, like it's a yeah, smaller it's like all inclusive. Yeah, they have gambling. They have gambling there? They have gambling there. Okay, Classic. this is another good story. I sound like I'm bragging at this point. No, I need to know. But they have gambling. And I remember when I went, it, I was like six, seventeen, 17. Mm-hmm. And I went with our, our family friends, the Stacy's our age, my age. And uh, I remember we got really dressed up because the gambling age is, I think, 18 there. And we were 17. And... It was we, time to scam. So we went to a blackjack table that we saw Ja Rule sitting at. Ja Rule, of course. Just at Atlantis? Yeah. He was just like gambling. It was a $50 blackjack table. And I remember my friend Stacy, our parents were like gambling somewhere. They let us. They were like, you guys just walk around. Yeah. So we're walking around. We see Ja Rule. We spot him. 
And then we're like, oh my God, we have to go sit. So we're like, act old, you know, like look old. And I always looked older. Like, I, I don't know. I always looked like 45. Yeah. But I remember Stacy, she was all dressed up. And then we pooled our money to get $50 so we could like do one hand. And, then, and we did one hand. We lost it right away. And then we like left and we giggled. We were like, ha ha, oh my God. <laughs> we just gambled with Ja Rule. And we thought just it was lost like. Lost $50 next to Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> all of our money for like That's the whole trip. huge. Yeah. So what I, is he doing in Atlantis? Do you think a family vacay? I don't know. Maybe making music. Maybe he just like is an Atlantis head. And like that's he, where he wants to go. You know what? He saw Holiday in the Sun, and <laughs> like he immediately was like, "I'm vacationing there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies, though, that was the most memorable to me. I was reading through these, and the challenge was like the last one, and it was mm-hmm. sort of like a scripted version of the MTV challenges. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of where the there's challenge. challenges because huh? it it was making me think MTV is the challenge. But I remember one where it was like they're physically like endurance type of. I didn't ever see that one. I just was reading about it and it was like, oh, that's, it was like based off the challenge, which is weird. My best friend who lives in LA, we used to live together and she was hugely into MKNA, like had all their tapes growing up. And then she got all the DVDs. So then she would intro me to these movies that Mm. I had missed. Yeah. Yeah. How was that for you? It was great. Now watching them as an adult, how did, was it? I was in. They have something for everyone, both children and adults. I think they might even be better. They might get better with age. Mm, Yeah. You know, it's interesting. They have this weird quality about them that is so compelling. And I guess it's that movie star quality that some people just have. Mm -hmm. I was talking to uh, someone who had met Julia Roberts and they were saying, you know, you just meet her and she's got this movie star thing. And I think Mary-Kate and Ashley have that. Yeah. So those those were like they're made for TV, uh, made for TV, DVD, whatever. But then in the year 2000, they starred in a Fox family slash later ABC family slash now Freeform series called So Little Time. Riley, Fleur's in concert this Saturday night. Maybe we should try to get tickets. Chloe, I don't even know if I'm going to make it Saturday night. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? How about the 15 hours of community service we have to do this week? Ugh. <laughs> uh, you left out. You get to spend 15 hours playing bingo with some senior citizen. I've been assigned a half a mile of the Pacific Coast Highway to pick up trash and litter. Fresh air! Exercise! Do you remember this? I don't remember that, but I'm pretty sure my friend Christine has that also on DVD. <laughs> the whole box The set. whole box set, yeah. Does she just have a wall of MK and Ashley? The full folder of, like, and part of it is just dedicated to MK and A. I love that. Yeah. Well, I watched every episode of that. I remember watching it. It was at the same time they had a cartoon that aired on ABC, like, Saturday mornings. So they did, like, this double effort working their tails off. This was they after They were never full not house. working. They were never not working. And this show, so Little Time was good. There are twins in the show. They were, uh, yeah, they always yeah. played twins, <laughs> except for in It Takes Two, which, which looking back on It Takes Two, they never did explain that they were twins. They didn't. No, like, in, they were just like, do you remember in the parent trap? They were like, oh, yeah, they were separated at birth. Yeah. And it, it Takes, takes two, two, they, they just were like meet. They were just lookalikes. Progressive. <laughs> I'm just having this realization right now. That's cool. <laughs> they probably that's sci-fi. That's like super sci-fi, and they probably just couldn't get like the parent trap rights or something. Like, so they had yeah, to change they're it. Like, Don't say they're twins. <laughs> Everything else is fine. <laughs> Everything else, they look alike. 
I love if I met a guy and I had a kid and his kid looked exactly like my kid, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? It would not be my first instinct to like lol and fall in love with him. There needs to be a Rob Zombie remake of It Takes Two as well now that yes. just like explores this angle. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they never are, I don't think they ever once explained it. Wow. Um, but so so there were two sitcoms. I remember there there were two. There was so little time and one other one. But for so little time, Mary Kate received a daytime Emmy nomination. Just one of them though. Like Ashley did not. Whoa. And I so, wonder if that like that was like a rift or caused drama between them. I think I feel like they don't have drama. Well, I actually I read into this very heavily okay. because I thought, you know, she got the Emmy nom. And then after they stopped acting, which we'll get to, but yeah. after they stopped, uh, Mary Kate did keep acting, yeah. and Ashley stopped. And I wondered, like, oh, this is because of that daytime Emmy nom, maybe. <laughs> I think Ashley was like, oh, you're the better actress. So was you- that the moment that Ashley said, "I'm year- not cut out for this business"? The year 2000. That's when it all happened. Y2K, baby. And then 2004 comes, and they appear in another feature film. New York Minute, mm-hmm. which I love, and that a was classic, the la- that yeah. was the last time they acted together, and that's the last time Ashley acted. I remember because they were like eighteen when New York Minute came out. Right. Remember that gross countdown that was like hours and minutes until they turned eighteen? Yes, yeah, so disgusting and yeah. so problematic. They they did an interview on Oprah that was really interesting uh, around that time for New York Minute, and I, I remember them talking about their relationship with each other, and then also that weird. Countdown to 18 thing. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to celebrate your 18th birthday besides becoming presidents of your company? <laughs> I think um, just like a nice yeah. dinner with our friends. and um, It's a hectic time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. graduation um, a week before, so mm-hmm. there'll be all the graduation parties, and we'll we just want to be with our friends. Can you be normal with all of your friends and people at school? Yeah, of course, and we have really you know, good people in our lives. Okay, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about New York Minute. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. And the movie didn't even do well. No, it was like a flop. It was a total flop. And I remember that people thought it would be a huge success because of all their other, like, the the made-for-DVD movies were, like, so hugely successful. Mm -hmm. But then the audience didn't follow them to the theaters. Yeah, but the audience was, like, grown up. So I feel it's, like, once you're around that same age as them, it's, like, you want to see what they're doing next, not necessarily have more, like, kind of, like, cheesy movies where they're playing twins. Interesting. Like, I was always here for Mary-Kate's acting career, even though I don't think that she was very good, per se. Like, I would watch her in anything. Yeah. Like, watch her in Weeds. I haven't seen Beastly, which uh, that's I'm putting that on the list with Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> and it takes two. Sure. There's a lot of film catch festival. Up on. We're, yeah, we're going to throw a <laughs> film festival. Uh, I, I liked New York Minute watching it. I just rewatched it recently. Like, I was, I don't know, one morning I put it on or something, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. But it does toe that weird line where it's like, it's trying to be for young people, but then it wasn't adult enough. Mm hmm. Um, but there's weird performances from like Eugene Levy, and there's just a lot of weirdness in it. It's like it seems like they did a script, and then there was no pass at the script. It was just like the first version of the script went out into production. Yeah, and I then, feel like it was written in like two days. Yeah, it was like so. There's a lot of like really bizarre moments, and yeah. So I wondered why, uh, why Ashley like did that experience turn her off? And then weren't there other reports that didn't? Wasn't Ashley? Wasn't she ill at one point? No, Mary Kate was ill. So she, during the, I think it was at the premiere of New York Minute, Mary Kate wore this like backless purple dress and you could basically see like all her ribs. Like she very clearly had an eating disorder. Then she went to rehab um, for the eating disorder. I think she went to Cirque Lodge. So this was post New York Minute. This is post New York Minute. And then that's like when they kind of started exploding in the tabloids. Like there was the countdown. And then by the time they turned 18, it was like Mary Kate's in rehab. Ashley's not acting anymore. Both of them are going to go to NYU. That was such a weird time in pop culture history because Mm -hmm. it was like this, the tabloid just really exploded. And that was like the Perez Hilton era, which you mentioned. And I was obsessed with that website too, which I, it's, it was so problematic and, and so problematic. weird and creepy. And I hated that he outed people. Like it yeah. even felt wrong to me then where I was just like, this is bizarre that this person is doing this. Totally. Yeah. It was very weird. And even like there was, 
Remember he would like draw on the pictures and He'd stuff. He'd draw like cum and... dripping out of their mouths. Oh that's God. kind of funny. But me. I would go on every every day, every hour I'd be refreshing. <laughs> oh, that's like most of my college education was spent going to school and doing school stuff, but then reading Perez Hilton, Delisted, yeah. and then Pop Sugar was my other one. Uh, and then also, it's weird that they were these childlike figures that were held up as like these very innocent young girls. And it's like they had a countdown. They turn 18 and then um, and then it all turns and they start to talk about their eating disorders and their their problems in the tabloids. And it's like, that's such a sick business. I mean, yeah, it's more of a serious conversation, but they were never really like sexual to me. Like, I've never thought of them as being like sexy or whatever. They're just like, cool. why is that? Do you think that's because of the roles they chose or just the way they were presented in media? I think the way they were presented and then like, I don't. I just always thought of them as like girls that you would, I don't even know about being friends with them. It was just like, I want to like watch them and be like them. I want to do what they're doing, but like, I don't consider them to, and I think of them as being like, I think they're both beautiful, but at the same time, it was like, there was never any like sexual thing. It was, it was, I think just always fashion. Yeah. And they they always had an air of mysteriousness to Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, so that was the last time Ashley acted. And then Mary-Kate, of course, went on to that Beastly movie, which was like a, a CW-esque. vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take off. I wonder why. I know. It was like Beauty and the Beast, but for CW. Yeah. Um, and then she also was in Weeds and Samantha Who. I, I, get, I think she just appeared once in Samantha Okay, Who. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't. She I, didn't really give that. Oh, she was in The Wackness. Right. Yeah, she was great in that. <laughs> <laughs> she had dreadlocks. I, okay, but it. so what? Why do you think they'll ever act again? No, you don't think ever they'll ever get out of retirement. No, I don't think they will. I don't think I do either. Yeah, I feel in my like heart of hearts that they're done with that, and they're into fashion now. They, so when Fuller House took off, do you remember every single press event that anyone in the cast would be at? They'd be like, "So when is our Mary Kate Nash?" And they'd always say like, "John Stamos would be on an interview, being like." We reach out to them, and you, I would always be like, "Of course, they're not going to do it. Like, why? No, they have why so much would they money. do it? This project is, you know, not good." They're like, oh, "I can't wait to step down from my fashion empire and take a role on this like shitty reboot." And then, even after season one of the reboot, they were still in interviews saying, "Like, well, we hope they'll come on on season two. And it's like, "Okay, stop!" Like, <laughs> it's so desperate to like. Because didn't they have a reference on the show where they were like, we called Michelle, but she won't call us back. Hey, how was the birthday shopping spree? Amazing. I got my first designer dress for the party. It's an Elizabeth and James by Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. (laughs) At these prices, no wonder they don't need to act anymore. cringy yeah that is embarrassing for yeah. you guys you know you're look, talking to a daytime winning emmy or <laughs> daytime wait, nominated daytime no, emmy nominated <laughs> actress and her sister yeah treat them with a little respect and then the, the really so i had uh elizabeth olsen on my podcast mm-hmm. and i had asked her about it. i was like was <gasps> I, I was like is it weird that there were rumors of like you taking that role like elizabeth olsen's in these like acclaimed indies and stuff like that that kind of would be have been a power move right do you think so yeah i think i mean it would have been insane that would have been insane but like even if it's just like i think she should do that because she is acting now 
she would if for one episode only it would be hilarious. that would be hilarious it would be a good uh, a viral moment for her too yeah why not yeah it's that, a lol that was like the first press my show this podcast got because it, like so everyone picked up on the fact that she well there was a couple things that it picked up on but the main thing was like that elizabeth olsen would never do fuller house like she said that she like laughed she's like why would i do that and she laughed and all these news outlets were reporting on it as if it was like like amazing <laughs> news. news it was like of course she wanted to do it <laughs> but now well, that you say I this i want it her to would do it really be major I, <laughs> even if she just walked on had one line and walked off like they call michelle and she picks up the phone and goes fuck you and then just pings it up <laughs> amazing it'd be a huge power movie yeah. right i want to see it i want to talk about a little bit about the fashion so early on in their career they did the walmart line yeah first of all that walmart line they were producing the clothes in Bangladesh. I'm going to read this so I don't get it wrong. In 2004, that line of the Olsen's Walmart line, they made national news by, by signing a pledge to allow full maternity leave to all the workers that saw their line of clothing or that sewed their line of clothing in Bangladesh. Wow. Like that's a pretty that was like I feel like the first time where they they stepped into being responsible business owners and not just kind of like attaching their name or brand to something. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. So I, I thought that was interesting because it was like, that was just their stupid little Walmart line. Like, like is Lauren Conrad doing that with her Kohl's line? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't set foot in a Kohl's, I think, ever. Yeah, well, you don't oh, need to. I won't. I actually sort of like a Kohl's, I'll be honest. Really? I don't even know where Kohl's is. I'm from Ohio. There's like every, There's five, every five feet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe, have you ever watched Black Mirror? Yeah. You know that episode where it's like people can't see certain things, they're just like blurred out of their vision? I feel like that's me and Coles. Like, <laughs> I grew up in Oklahoma. I'm sure there are Coles like all over the place, but I cannot tell you one time in my life I've ever seen one. What's your favorite of the big brand stores? Like, what's your favorite chain store or restaurant to go to? My favorite chain I want store. both answers, like a store and a restaurant. <sighs> favorite chain store, favorite chain store. Probably like a Target, like- a Costco, a... Uh- Marshalls, uh, yeah, Target. TJ. I would say Target's a good one. Yeah, Target's a classic. That answer. kind of has everything. Yeah, yeah. And now, how about your favorite chain restaurant? Like, are we like a Planet Hollywood, a Cracker Barrel, a Olive Garden? I love a Cracker Barrel. Like, if I'm ever on a road trip, I always what have like to there? like pull off. I love their like they have like a chicken dumpling soup or mm. something that's like really good. And they have like cornbread. I think that's like really delicious. Not so Southern food. Yeah, and anything like I love the store element. I love a store restaurant mm. hybrid, and that's what really drew me to Cracker Barrel in the first place. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, beautiful and I thing. love Chili's. Oh, Chili's is a classic. Yeah, I like yeah. their nachos and just like their vibe is fun. You know what I love? What? A Margaritaville. Have you ever been to Margaritaville? I have been to Margaritaville, their and nachos? it was major. Their nachos are massive massive i ordered just an order for myself and it was a true it's like a volcano yeah. of nachos the best nachos on planet they're Earth. really good yeah. there are people on stilts walking around right it's a, you get circus acts you get <laughs> you get parrot heads throughout the restaurant oh margaritaville uh jimmy buffett margaritaville they have a line of margarita machines what and someone got me one off my <gasps> amazon wish list and you can make Frozen margaritas, froze, like all sorts of like blended, icy, fa- like oh fantastic God, drinks because they have like an ice shaver in the back. I need that. It's great. I'm really shocked that he 
has been able to build the empire he has built because the only Jimmy Buffett song I know is <laughs> like, Margaritaville. I know, that's some power. But shit. like, he has all the parrot heads. They have like a line of goods. Those Margaritavilles, the one in Vegas, has literally a store attached, like with all sorts of goods. Like every t shirt says, like, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. He has like a full, like, he He's, has an Olsen level fashion like, empire. It's almost as if the Mary Kate Ashley's parents are running Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, uh, what about the new clothes? Like the the more fancy lines. Are you familiar with any of like the the um, row or are you kidding? Elizabeth and James? The moment that the I heard of the row, like I remember reading something that there was like they were just going to release. Like they really wanted to release like the perfect T shirt, mm. and so the row started as just a way for them to like release a t-shirt an outlet for the tea yeah and the t-shirt i think costs like 380 dollars or something like that sure it's always been like and that's part of the draw as well because i love things that are just like prohibitively expensive sure. like above and beyond the call of expensive duty and yeah. that was the row always and then i was obsessed yeah i i don't think i own any do they have they have men's right they have a men's line now the row now they're making tailored right. suits i just read a whole article where they have like got like they're doing like Japanese tailored suits wow. for men. They have jeans. I think you might need a row suit. I'm going to go immediately after this and go get some row clothes. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about one big story, and this is my favorite Mary-Kate Ashley bit of gossip, mm-hmm. and it's Mary-Kate's wedding. She uh, she married a man 15 years older. His name is Olivier Sarkozy. I, I hope I'm saying that name yeah. right. He's the half-brother of a former president of France, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Power move, yeah. Amazing. And there's these reports that at the wedding, they had cigarette bowls at the tables. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with this. And I asked Elizabeth about this, and she would neither confirm or deny, which <laughs> leads me to believe that it's true. It's right? true, for sure. I mean, that is very on brand. Right? Like, I, there was never a question in my mind. It was just, like, always accepted as fact. So my question to you is, is, is it okay to have cigarettes at the wedding? Definitely. It's your day. You get to do whatever. It's your day. And I think people, uh, when people are drinking, they like to smoke some people. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and he's a Frenchman. So, uh, you know, it's different in France. It's people actually smoke. like thoughtful. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I actually thought, so I was reading all these reports on it and they all present it as if it's like some horrible thing. And I don't smoke cigarettes, but I think like, I think that's nice to have them there available for people if they want them. That's now, a nice thing to do at your wedding. I agree. For others. I agree. Now, I don't like the idea of people smoking at the table like that grosses me out but then he's a frenchman yeah it's different over there it's different over there yeah i'm endlessly fascinated by that story and i need somebody there had i know they didn't have pictures there but somebody had to have snuck in like one of those disposable cameras or something i don't know they run with a tight-knit crew yeah so like something fun to do also if you're ever trying to like find them on instagram like i've lurked some of their friends on instagram and like every once in a while they'll do like you'll see an Olsen twin like pop up at someone's wedding or something like that and their friends I don't know if they do this recently but they used to hashtag hey MK hey oh. Ash so if you search so if those you type, hashtags oh my God. you might come across some just like random insta who are some good friends like do you know of someone specific that we can look that is friends with them um because I feel like I don't know who they're close with their friend uh, this is gonna like also, out me as a real creep yeah. i can't i also don't get the impression that they're that close with elizabeth really i don't get i mean i don't know I, but again they're so mysterious so it's like i think they so just mysterious. are good like, at we'll hiding everything know. they're so like hidden away yeah. 
There's one uh, woman that's a clothing designer. Stod is her clothing line. S-T-A-U-D. And uh, she, if you like look and find her and then start looking around her and like her friends are the ones that are like around Olsen's. Are there any other final stories or career moves or anything that that stick out to you about Mary-Kate and Ashley that you would like us to discuss? And then I have some few closing questions. You know, I feel like there is just like there's too much to even like go over like i said we're just scratching the surface because i feel like remember when ashley dyed her hair brown yeah and that was like pretty wild it was big and it only lasted for like a month or something i wonder if she was just trying out like a new like what would it feel like to be so different from my twin yeah and then she realized like this isn't really me and then went back to blonde or if it was like for a project or something. I would love to see the two of them in the same room because you know how twins have that weird like telepathic ability or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I would just want to watch them two together and I really feel like they would be communicating without any words. Have you ever seen that Instagram video of them like touching each other's hands, like giving like a little hand language sign to each other? No, but I, I'm obsessed with that. There's always like whenever they have a presentation for the row, like they'll be there kind of lurking in the background with like huge coats on and like a Starbucks. Just like watching. And then there was, it was at one of those presentations where like it ended and people were clapping and they like touched hands and like were doing like a little squeeze thing. And I was like, oh my God. Like I follow a lot of like Olsen dedicated accounts (laughs) that will post like, like there was one today I woke up and was scrolling and it was like, MKNA spotted for the first time in forever. Like they're walking out of like, some sort of restaurant and it's like look at mary look at ashley's shoes and her coat and she was wearing like these nike cortezes and i was like where do i get these like what and like it was like a full just explodes yeah and then people will comment underneath that like one comment they get really intense and the and all the the fans are still crazy the fans are crazy but also the people that run these accounts sometimes war with each other because if they post like similar photos or whatever it creates like that's like the bravo world like meme bravo memes like there's accounts of when people post the same thing or steal it from each other they'll all like yell at each other yeah they'll the community will get galvanized for justice yeah well this one commenter said (laughs) she was like Look, I really like this account, but you know what? I'm going to bark it. I'm going to bark in the comments if it looks like you're posting pictures of the girls when they clearly don't want to be photographed. I'm going to bark in the comments. Yeah, I was like, whoa, bark in the comments is a cool term. I'm phrase. using that. Yeah. But then also, then the account person wrote back and they were like, when do they not want to be? When do they want to be photographed? Right. You'll never see a photo of them. No. And so, like, we need, I live for like, and I think it's kind of the chicest paparazzi look is when. A celeb is just walking in and out of a restaurant, kind of not looking done, just like, mm-hmm. and I like that they don't wear a lot of makeup and have just natural hair and they're wearing like $50,000 worth of clothing and totally. accessories. Uh, the most, I saw a recent picture of Mary-Kate and the husband, what's his name, the, the Olivier, mm-hmm. but right away I saw them and I was like, it's Carrie and Big. Yeah. From Sex and City. Like, that's the look they have. They do have that yeah, look. Yeah, like, he really, he actually does look like Big and he's much taller than her. Yeah. And he's dark. And then she's tiny and she kind of has that Carrie Bradshaw vibe. And it's like, they look exactly like They've always had just like the best hair too. Okay. So some quick questions. Okay. Uh, what should they do next? I think, yeah, just build a brand like more row. I would love like, they would never do this, but I would love a row for someone else. Oh, like, like row for target or something. Yeah. Like, I would, that's them. like, 
not it needs to be like just a tad bit less expensive yeah 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 but not yeah i, get, I get i'd it. love to collab with them on a t-shirt or <laughs> a pair of see, jeans did you ever see that very mary kate um, yeah so fucking she funny was that, so oh, funny so good. bodyguard yeah, that was so good. It was like an online series of that someone did. Yeah, you like, guys got to Google it. You have it. It to like, Google it. It's, it's ahead so of good. its time, actually. Totally. Like, that could come out now and still be as funny as it was then. Time to get up. What time is it? Wednesday. When did I go to bed? December. Wait a second. How do I know that this isn't a dream and that my dream isn't real life? Nice try, subconscious bodyguard, but I've been asleep for a month and it's time for me to wake up. Where is that woman? She, she must, was hilarious. She's a star. She needs, you yeah. know, I'm going to invite her on this podcast. You should. How long do you think Fuller House will go? I mean, hopefully not much longer. What? But for you, I hope longer because it sounds like you <laughs> I love have it. Memory. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want mean, to make sure I don't have any new episodes as soon as it's done. I'm going to check. Uh, what's your, open the Pinot Noir. What's your favorite film performance of them or, or acting performance in general? I would say it takes two for both of them and then the whackness for Mary Kate. Yeah. And where can people find you on social media? People can find me at Lars Marie on all socials. And then tell me about your podcast that you have going. So I have a few podcasts. I have one called Sexy Unique Podcast, which is all about Vanderpump Rules. I'm doing fan fiction origin episodes right now of like all the main cast members. And those are a lot of fun. Yeah. And I have... And the new season will be starting. This will be out in, like, late November, probably. Yeah. So the new season will be starting soon of The new of season Vanderpump. will be starting, and I'm also going to release, I think, leading up to the new season, uh, season one recaps. Awesome. It's good to go back to the beginning. I actually almost find the early season recaps more fun, because it's like, you know so much. L- looking at back at those old seasons, like, you know yeah. so much. So much more is like contextualized and it's like such a rich history and it totally. is like a history lesson. I'm so, a professor. So that's Sexy Unique Podcast. That's Sexy Unique Podcast. I have another podcast called Babe. That's just like me and my friends talking about whatever we want. And mostly it's like lols, but then sometimes we'll get into like our most babe moments and how we like turn those into triumphs. Love that. And that's yeah, Babe. That's Babe. And then I have another podcast called Saving Sex in the City 3. Where I just Speaking recreate. Speaking of Carrie and Big. Yeah. Good tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I just, I, every episode I come up with a new plot for the canceled Sex in the City 3 movie because I'll never get over it. Me either. Being taken away. And you were on an episode. We had so much fun. It was so and so crazy. So and crazy. So bizarre. But it's like but the most worked. fun, yeah. bizarre. I like I love all of your stuff. It's just the most brilliant, funny. Mm, thank you. Whatever. I think all the same it. about you. Thank you. Alarmory, thank you so much for doing this with me. I had so much fun scratching the surface on Mary Kate Nashley. And you know what? We might have to do a part two one day. I would love a part two. Because yeah. once I started getting it, like really got the ball rolling, I was like, I could sit here for hours and talk right. about that. I mean, there's so much we, there's so many other news stories, news events, everything. Mm-hmm. So, Laura Marie, thank you so much. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Join the Everything Iconic Facebook group. Thank you to Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this podcast. You got it, dude. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to encourage everyone to head on over to the Everything Iconic Patreon page. So if you go to www.patreon.com slash everything iconic, there's a little button there that says become a patron. And if you pledge $4 more per month, not only are you helping to support this podcast, but you're also going to get access to all of the Everything Iconic bonus episodes, 
There's exclusive pop dives over there. There's a comeback pop dive, you know, the HBO show, my all-time fave show. Uh, there's also recaps of the Real Houses of New York Scary Island. So all three Scary Island recaps are up there. And then uh, there's also earlier Real Houses of New York recaps over there. And then I'm also going to be recapping Iconic Housewife episodes. So I'm, I'll, I'll tell you more about that later. But uh, please head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Let's do a quick little cool down. Everyone take a deep breath in and breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Hold it. Now I just want us to all think about Mary Kate and Ashley and all the our favorite moments. Breathe out. I hope I hope you thought of a good moment. Maybe it's her saying, uh, "You got it, dude," on Full House, or maybe it's uh, one of those classic scenes from It Takes Two. Regardless, I'd just like us all to take a moment today and thank the heavens for the Olsons because they've given us so much. Particularly those of us of a certain age, they've really given us a lot of entertainment. Again, I love you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.